Hello everyone, how are you doing? I'm Wendy Myers of MyersDetox.com. Welcome to the Myers Detox Podcast. Today we have a really great guest. Her name is Amy Stark, and she's gonna be talking about how to simply detox from emotions using EFT or the emotional freedom technique or tapping, it's also called tapping. And so we go into some really, really interesting uh, research on uh, why EFT works and how using tapping can help get you into a stress state and or take you from a stress state and get you into a more relaxed parasympathetic state, um, how that can take just a, just a matter of minutes going through this very, very simple procedure, doing some tapping you know, on the top of your head, on your palms, and to do it on your forehead, here, here, your chin, and then on your chest as well. And it's just a very, very simple process. And we'll do a, a demonstration for you. We're going to be talking about some of my kind of concerns or kind of fears around the pandemic and traveling during the pandemic and my kind of grief around the, the planet for the, the collective stress and fear that has kind of gripped the United States and the world surrounding this. And uh, it really kind of, it, it pains me to a certain degree. I am very uh, emotionally and, and energetically sensitive. And I feel I feel the steps, we, we talk a little bit about that and go through a tapping session around how I feel and my thoughts around uh, the pandemic. And so we also go into uh, emotional trauma and how emotional trauma is at the root cause of every physical and, and mental health issue and how all your emotions reside in your energy field and you have to release them with energetic protocols. But EFT is one of the, the simplest things you can do. It's totally free. Amy Stark talks about this on her own podcast and on her website as well. And so we're gonna be talking about that on the show. Really, really good show. You have to tune in. Uh, Amy is, she's very, very in tune. She's very energetically kind of sensitive and tuned in. It's a very interesting show. So I know you guys listening are, they're concerned about toxins. You're concerned about your body burden of toxins. Where are you getting this stuff? How do you detox it? And that's why I created a quiz at heavymetalsquiz.com where you can answer some lifestyle questions and get your results of how toxic is your body. And after that, you get a free video series that answers your most frequently asked questions about how to detox, where to start, what kind of testing should you do and how long does it take all these different questions are answered and more when you go take the quiz at heavymetalsquiz.com so our guest today amy stark is an author a speaker and a teacher about personal transformation and host of the ophelia podcast for over a decade amy's been teaching others how to master their life and energy with the most cutting edge tools and techniques and she has a degree in psychology, a master's in education, and is an LMT and a biohacker at heart. Uh, she's a trained Reiki master, reconnective healer, EFT practitioner, and is known around the world for helping people to create happier and healthier lives full of joy and purpose. You can learn more about Amy and her work at starktransformation.com. Amy, thanks so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Yeah. So tell us, uh, so how did you get started in the, in the health industry? So I was a uh, New York City science teacher and I was working in one of the most dangerous schools in New York City. And the stress levels that I was experiencing at that time, being 22 years old, like 
not really given the tools to handle such a situation, I, I started stuffing down emotion and crying a lot. And that really wasn't like doing it for me. Like it wasn't becoming the best version of myself. So eventually I decided I had to leave the job because I couldn't cope with like the amount of stress that was going on. Um, and you know, that time of your life, you're kind of figuring things out anyway, you know, so added that on to being a teacher with these students, it was just, it was a lot. So unfortunately I did leave, but um, I, uh, I wound up realizing that I needed to adopt another kind of man uh, stress management tool, which turned out to be meditation. So when I started meditating, I felt a lot better. And I was like, wow, how has nobody mentioned this to me? Like, it, you know, this is making such a huge transformation to myself, not only because I was less stressed and I was able to see more clearly, like what it is I was thinking. And, you know, I was starting to go over some things that I had, that had happened to me in my life, like that I had not dealt with, but also uh, unexpectedly, because, you know, I was a science teacher, all these gifts started opening up and I was like, whoa, like, what is this all about? Like, nobody told me about this either. So it was really an exciting time, but also, you know, super healing because I was, you know, getting used to who I am or learning about myself really for the first time because I was slowing down. So it was really uh, a fantastic experience. Yeah. And so, so you focus on EFT or emotional freedom technique. Can you talk a little bit about that and, and what that is, how easy it is to do? Sure. Yeah. So when I was um, meditating, a lot of my sensitivity to energy opened up and I started to see energy and I started to realize that there was connections with patterns of energy and sicknesses. And I was very curious about that. So I, I realized, you know what, if I can find a tool that can manage those emotions, maybe I can stop these patterns from creating themselves in the body. So I became really good at tuning into what the emotions might've been with the people that I was working with. And sure enough, like as soon as I started addressing the emotional trauma that they had, they started to unwind their sicknesses or dis-ease and they were starting to be more resilient in life. So eventually, you know, I was using EFT at the time. I started saying, you know, this is something everybody needs to know, you know, not just myself or my clients. So that's why I've made it my mission to teach as many people as possible EFT, including kids. So what a lot of people don't understand is that emotional trauma in childhood can create uh, mental illness, chronic illness, and addiction later in life. So that's where this, this connection is really important for understanding overall health. Because essentially when we experience trauma and we don't release it, we are in the fight or flight mode. And so we are not in rest and digest and heal. And that's where we wind up over time really creating dis-ease in our body. Yeah, I mean, people, I don't think people realize, how, like, we all have emotional trauma, and emotional trauma is at the root cause of every physical and mental health issue, without, without, you yeah. know, question. It's really, really interesting watching people while you're talking about emotions and they'll feel it in their body where they're carrying that emotion or emotional energy, I should say, and their shoulders will relax or their back will start to release, you know, or their stomach will feel better or they'll start to have some digestion like you know, movement, you know, it's just a lot of things can get stuck in between that communication of cells and, and emotional energy can be one of them. Yeah. And so let's go over like how simple it is to do EFT. Can you demonstrate that a little bit for us? Sure. Do you want me to tell you about the science? Yes. The science yeah, please. Cool. Let's do that. Yeah. I want to hear okay. that. 
Okay. Cause I was a science teacher. So, um, like I said, I didn't expect to really get into this field, but once I found it, I was, I was hooked. So, uh, when, when you do one hour of tapping, there's 72 genes that get turned on for healing. So one hour of tapping is a long amount of time to be tapping. You don't have to do it that long, but you know, that's the research. And there's also a decrease in cortisol levels by 37%, which is also pretty amazing because if you were to do meditation for an hour that you would see levels like 14% decrease. So this is significantly higher. So there's other uh, benefits for like blood pressure and for people who have PTSD or anxiety or depression, you know, you can even have a weight loss or help with test taking and things like that. And all that research is on eftuniverse.com. And so you could take a look at like what these long-term studies have been about for the last 20, 25 years. And really what's happening and why it's so transformational is because the person is going to have a new orientation to the world based on them tapping. So our orientation to the world is based on um, our neural network and how we see the world. So in order to have a transformation, we have to change the neural network. So this is like the perfect combination that gets us into our body. It gets us focused, laser focus, and like seeing what is currently present because we're now calming down. We're inside the body. You know, we're getting into the parasympathetic and we are starting to shift our view of the world because our body is now getting a conflicting signal because we, we once were afraid of something, let's say, and now all of a sudden we're feeling calm and the brain's like, well, this is a faulty network. We need to bring this down. Like this could be dangerous for us. So it brings it down. And now the new permanent network has this calm feeling, you know, based on, you know, let's say if you're afraid of a snake or public speaking or taking a test or whatever, you know, you have this new orientation to the world, which is so amazing. And what I also love about it is because I see energy, I'm able to see the layers coming off of people of the past trauma that they've had stored in their body. And so I will point that out to people when I'm working with them. So like it will, it can be a really transformative experience if you're really tuned into where you're holding that stress, what might be coming up. Maybe if you're intuitive, you can even look at those pictures that you might be seeing and help to move it out even faster. Yeah, really interesting. I mean, I, I talk a lot about bioenergetics on this podcast and how powerful it is to work energetically in the body because that's where our emotions are stored. That's where trauma is stored. It's stored in our energy field. There is no science that shows that energy is stored in our brain cells or any part of our brain. It's in our energy field. And mm -hmm. that's where it has to be addressed. And, you know, talk therapy, cognitive behavior therapy, it's great, but it, it doesn't release emotional trauma. You, you have to work in the energy field to get to Yeah, it. I actually have a psychology degree and back 25 years ago or whatever it was at this point, I just knew it wasn't a complete process. And so EFT actually is considered the fourth wave in uh, psychotherapy because it does have talk therapy because you are saying, you know, even though I'm going through this, I still love and accept myself. So there's an element of talking about it, but you're not re-traumatizing yourself. You're actually releasing what it is that's there. So there is an element of talking about your emotions and that is going to transform the whole experience. And it also, you know, is somatic because you're touching the body. So it's this perfect combination that helps to release all these things. So they really are considering this like a gold standard in terms of trying to help people to recover from post-traumatic stress or, you know, any kind of anxiety or depression. 
Yeah, I mean, I had a, a session with an EFT session. We were doing tapping and and going through like you know things that I felt uh, were were traumatic for me and talking about you know daddy issues and my father dying and things like that. And I was astounded at how much I was crying and releasing. Mm. Um, at that time, I wasn't really crying much at all. I was, you know, it's just maybe the beginning of my emotional detox healing journey. Really, I just, I could not believe how much I was releasing in that hour session. It was amazing. So transformative in just one hour. Yeah. So like when you go through something really traumatic, like losing a parent, um, sometimes we get checked out of our feelings because if we let it all happen, we won't be in the present moment, you know, handling all the things that we need to handle. And so we will, it's a coping mechanism, right? We sort of check out and we're kind of just on autopilot. And then it comes a time where it's like, okay, at some point you got to switch back on to, you know, tuning into how you're feeling. And that's where I I've actually worked with people who have lost a parent. And because of the work that we did, we were, she was able to stay present. She was able to use EFT to manage her emotions as she was going through rather than checking out and being, you know, her highest and best self showing up in the way that she really, truly wanted to show up. And that's a huge gift to give yourself, you know, when you're when you're able to, to stay fully present in such a highly traumatizing time. Yeah. And also because everyone has emotional trauma, I mean, this is something that everyone needs to be thinking about. And it's, it's very simple. I mean, there's very simple ways to address emotional trauma, to tap into that energy field, uh, using tapping, using uh, EFT and releasing this stuff because we all have it. And it's just sitting there causing adrenaline surges and cortisol surges and disrupting sleep and causing, you know, uh, a myriad number of mental and, and uh, serious physical diagnoses as well. You know, you, you, if you want to be healthy, you really need to be thinking uh, about doing something like tapping for, you know, emotional trauma release. Right. Well, see, a lot of people don't realize that there's big T's and little T's and, you know, big trauma would be like your parent passing or a little trauma might be from back in second grade when you were giving a presentation in front of the class and you peed your pants. Well, some people might consider that a big trauma, but that could set you up for the rest of your life thinking that you're a fool and when you get in front of a lot of people, you know what I mean? So we want to start unwinding some of these things that could be holding us back. And a lot of times it's from childhood when we were not really exactly present or understanding the world and we made these assumptions and then we made these neural networks and we made these ways that we see the world and it doesn't always work out for us. So it's important that like, if you are about to give a presentation, let's say, and you're freaking out to do tapping because it might actually find that energy from when you were in second grade and actually release that energy. And then you no longer feel that anxiety, which is really amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And so can you give us any kind of like some tips on EFT, like how, like how sure. long you should do it, how often, et cetera. So I really use EFT in many different ways. One way is just to reset in the moment to kind of like recalibrate, calm down, whatever, you know? So one time I was going to an appointment and something had happened right before, and I needed to get in the present moment and not be freaked out about what had just happened. So I did a little tapping in the car on my way to the next appointment. That's a recalibration kind of way of using it. But there's also ways of being like, I'm going to have this presentation. And I know this is coming up or I'm going to take this flight and I want to go, you know, on vacation let me do some tapping about my fear of flying or my fear of giving the presentation. You can also use it for limiting beliefs or just if you know something happened in the past, you can also work on that now. Now, 
if it's something super traumatic, you're going to want to work with somebody to get through that, you know, to have some support. But if it's something that happened in the past and you think you can handle it in the, in the present moment, your brain doesn't really know the difference between what's happening right now and what happened before. If you start thinking about it, you can start rewriting it. Yeah, because I mean, you have those neural pathways that you start thinking about something and you, you start reacting to it physically. You start getting a mm -hmm. cortisol surge or, or adrenaline surge and whatnot. And you want to retrain, re kind of repave that neural pathway. Yes, definitely. So I would suggest that if, you know, if somebody's feeling stuck, they could also use this. They can say, even though I'm feeling stuck, I deeply love and accept myself. Mm -hmm. And that can actually start to move, get them checked in, move out some of the energy that might be in the way where they're able to be like, oh, this is really about the fight that I had yesterday with my husband or you know, something like that. Like you really can see, all right, so I haven't been dealing with this thing. And now it takes so much energy to hold off those things that people don't even realize it, like, cause they're always holding it off. But if they just take a look at it, accept it, which is what we say in, you know, EFT, I love and accept myself, you can move through it. And I give the analogy a lot of, you know, when we want to go to a destination, let's say we're using a GPS system, we would put in the destination of the new job or the new relationship. And when we, you know, put in the other location it has to be our location, right? We have to check in with where we're at. We're not going to get a new job. Like I'm not going to be a lawyer, you know, I'm not going to put that in the box because if I were to check into the location of where I'm at, the directions would be super long and super hard and I wouldn't want to do it. But if I wanted to just up level a little bit, I would check in with where I'm at and see what I need to do. And that's part of what EFT does is it really helps us focus on what are our next steps or what has been keep getting in the way of me experiencing life in the way that I want to? Like, why do I keep ending up in these relationships that are horrible? Yeah. And so do you have any instructions on your website or, or tips I do. on how to do EFT? Yeah, sure. So it's at Stark Transformation slash EFT. So there's all kinds of information about the science, you know, how to do it. There's a diagram, you know, where you can, you know, download if you want of the different points, because there's several different points. And a lot of people get nervous that it's, you know, too complicated. And I always say it's sort of like when we got to know our iPhone, you know, it was a, or, or Android, whatever one you have, you know, it was a little fumbly, but at the end of the day, we were kind of like, wow, this is really cool. I have a computer. I have my phone. I have my Rolodex. Like I can reach people all around the world. Like this is neat. And, you know, EFT is kind of the same thing. It's like this all-in-one tool that you can do anywhere and you could teach kids it. And it's pretty, once you learn it, it's pretty easy to remember and utilize. I mean, it seems super simple to me. I mean, you're just kind of doing like these tapping points and then your eyes and your chin and then like your chest. And yeah, it's a, it's a, can you give us a demo or like sure. something, like a little demonstration of what someone, uh, like what they would go through to do a release? Sure. Uh, do you have something that you want to release? Yes. Well, um, I guess see, there's a lot of people out there. They have a lot of stress right now, like stress and fear about the pandemic or what have you. Sure. I think there's a huge collective fear uh, going on right now that I think uh, people that are energetically sensitive are tapping into that and feeling stressed about that. Yeah. Um, if we can work on that. Sure. That sounds great. Uh, so before we get started, we, what we always want to do is tune into like how much stress this is causing us if we can. Mm -hmm. So we want to say from the, uh, from a zero to 10, zero being not at all and 10 being really high stress. 
and then uh, decide on that number. It's subjective. So, you know, it's okay if it changes, but it's just really to help you kind of guide you through this. So in traditional EFT, you can just say, even though I have this level of stress about this thing, I deeply love and accept myself. But I like to get more specific. I like to say, I'm stressed about the finances. I'm stressed about what's to come. You know, I'm stressed about my child going back to school or getting sick or things like that. Get real specific. And then if you feel it in your body, talk about that as well, because your body wants to be acknowledged for how it's trying to cope with the stress. So the more that we can acknowledge it, the easier it is to release it because the body really wants to give you that information that this is where you're holding your stress. So like if your neck is really bothering you, it's probably because you're holding a lot of stress there. So um, I like to take a deep breath in and out. And um, so the first place that you're going to tap is on the hand. So below the pinky. Okay, great. Yeah, that's very simple. Very easy. Yeah. And so you're going to do it rhythmically if you can. And it, if it hurts anywhere that you're tapping, you know, you can back off. It's just energy. And you're going to um, say, even though I'm at a level eight of stress with this um, pandemic, I want it to end, you know, I yeah. want... I want things to go back to normal, whatever feelings you're feeling, talk about those. Yeah. So even though I, I have about a level three stress uh, concerns regarding uh, vaccine passports in order for me to be able to travel, I still love and accept myself. So only a level three? It's like a level three. It's, it's just like concern in the back of my mind. Um, but it's definitely, it's disconcerting. I want to be able to freely move and, and go where I want and, and travel. And so it, it, it definitely has me concerned. Am I panicked about it? No, but it's, uh, it's, will I live if I can't travel? Yes. But it, it there's a, a concern there. Okay. So even though I'm at a level three, uh, on this, usually people are working at something a lot higher, yeah. but because <laughs> <laughs> I'm personally not stressed about the pandemic, but, um, yeah. but I know a lot of people out there are. You know, yeah. and, and one yeah. of the reasons I left the United States was this massive collective fear about the pandemic that it melted away when I moved to Mexico, which mm. I found really, really interesting. Mm. So we're going to go to the next spot. So a lot of people say, how many times are you supposed to tap on a spot? I say be intuitive about it, but if you need a number seven times is what they recommend. Okay. So then the next one is on the top of the head and it is, you know, where a lot of emotion can be stored and sometimes people can get headaches here. So like, have you ever gotten a headache and then kind of rubbed out this top point here? For me, it works. So tapping here, we're going to say, even though I'm uh, worried about the restriction of my travel, even though I'm worried about the restriction of my travel. So, so as I'm tuning into you, cause um, I'm tuned into the people that I'm talking to, um, I can feel stress in your throat. I can feel it in your jaw and I can feel it in your upper chest. I do have that. Yeah. I do definitely get stuff in my jaw and throat. Yeah. So take a deep breath in and out and just honor that. So even though, so what I'm feeling in there is like wanting to scream and be like, you can't take my freedom away from yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's causing me more stress than I uh, realize. <laughs> yeah. So that sometimes happens, you know, sometimes we go from one number and then go up a little bit and then we'll come back yeah. down. Mm -hmm. So let's acknowledge that stress that's in there and just say, you know, even though I want to scream, don't take my freedom away. You can't do this to me. I'm a free spirit. I'm a, you know, an infinite light being. You know, yeah. when you're really super sensitive, you know, you have that capability. Wow. I feel this all the way into your ears. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. You might want to like, um, I definitely have tension. Like I definitely, I have to wear like a, like a mouth guard so I don't destroy my teeth. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I can feel that. away at night. <laughs> yeah. So, so sometimes, like I said, it's easier to just let go of that, um, information that's being stored in the body than to hold yeah. onto it and, you know, and destroy our yeah. teeth or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So take a deep breath in and out. Well, I'm traveling on Saturday also. So I'm going back to the United States on Saturday. So I'm like thinking about this stuff about, you know, all the trouble. Okay. So then let's talk about that. And testing and the testing and all that. Yeah. So um, I'm still feeling a lump in your throat about that. Mm. So let's um, talk about it. Let's say, even though I'm about to travel to the United States and I just don't want to go through all that rigmarole, you know, of getting tested and... Yeah, Lord even though I've got to travel to the United States, I don't want to deal with testing and all the restrictions involved in that. And also makes me sad that other people are not traveling. And mm. they, I'm sad that people have so much fear and stress around this whole thing. Yeah, it is hard for energetically sensitive people to be in and among this energy. And on my website, you can actually learn how to clear your energy. So your energy field actually gets that information out, but also over time, it'll strengthen it so that information doesn't get in. Why don't we go to actually, you still have a little bit here. Um, So this, this point here is around fear and anger. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, anger and frustration. And so we'll just talk about some of the frustration. And I feel like all that energy is about to come out of your throat. So I start <laughs> bawling pretty soon here. <laughs> so so um, what is it about the, you know, so it seems like you are resisting having to comply with something yeah. that you feel like is ridiculous because, you know, right now to me, you appear totally healthy. Right. And if you're in the health and wellness field, you're like, you're going to feel sick usually if you're going to be, you know, if it's going to be contagious. Right. So there's probably an element inside of you being like, but I'm not sick. Why are they testing me? You know, or why do I have to follow through with this? You okay? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cause I personally don't believe that healthy individuals should be restricted in the way that they are with the measures taken, the lockdowns. And it's, you know, that's just my personal opinion after studying this for 15 months that uh, I think it was it's rebranded. It's a rebranding of a flu, essentially. But those some people have very serious consequences. Obviously, yes, they do. Yeah. yeah. So let's talk a little bit more about that and go to the outside of the eye. Yeah. Take a deep breath in and out. Well, I mean, I just personally there's there's an injustice in the the extreme measures that were taken worldwide, and more people are suffering from these measures than actual the the virus itself. And right. so there's a, an anger and injustice, uh, you know, I, the, the Facebook is this completely toxic environment now. And it's just, it makes me really sad that, yeah. that we've come to this. Yeah. So, so what about somebody taking your freedom away might've happened late, like earlier in your life? Yeah. Is there any kind of time where you can connect where I lost my freedom and I, it was really hard on me? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So mm-hmm. take a deep breath in and out. And I want you to think about that time where you felt frustrated. You felt like helpless. You felt like you couldn't mm-hmm. do anything. You couldn't fight back. Yeah. Take a deep breath in and out. Yeah. I'm, I'm a Leo. I don't do well with being told what to do. Never, right. I knew that. <laughs> never has worked for me. 
So let's go under the eye. That's under control, right? Okay, yeah. So um, sometimes we can have these um, viewpoints, like people can't tell me what to do, right? But in the end, if somebody is telling you what to do and it means you can do what you want to do, it's really you know, about shifting your reticular activating system, which is how you see the world to see that, well, if I jump through this hoop, then I can do what I want to do. And it's not really that big of a deal. Yes, I'm succumbing to some of their restrictions or uh, what they want me to do. But in the end, I'm still able to go to the United States and still would do whatever you're going to do. Yeah. So we want to switch. We want to not focus on the things of like, somebody's telling me what to do. So what we want to also do is say, hmm, that seems to be a theme in my life. Like what might've been one of the first times that I felt really upset that somebody was making me do something that I didn't really want to do. Yeah. Well, I I have remembered something very specifically. (laughs) See, it's amazing what comes up, right? (laughs) When I was three years old, I wanted a candy bar and my dad wouldn't let me have it. And I stole it because, and and then I got, I stole it. I was like, I'm going to have it. I don't care what you say. It's really uh, rebellious. And then, uh, then I, I went home and I tried to hide the candy bar behind the toilet. <laughs> and then my, my dad heard it fall and he came in, like, what are you doing? And so, uh, so but, and then he made me take it back and apologize, but it was just uh, kind of interesting. Right. So let's, let's tap on that and just say, you know, even though, um, back when I was three, I didn't like my dad telling me I couldn't have that thing that I really wanted. That feels really good for releasing from your throat and mouth. Yeah. Deep breath in and out. Yeah. So back when I was three, I still had issues, big issues, control issues with people telling me what to do, even at the age of three. (laughs) You must have been <laughs> difficult as a toddler. Yeah, I was a, I was a breeze. Yeah. Um, all right. So we're going to go under the nose. I love this point because it really connects the mind and the body really well um, and gets us really uh, checked in and focused. And um, it's just it's kind of where the magic happens a lot of times. So um, take a deep breath in and out. And let's just talk about it. It seems like there's some part of the flying issue that you're not so okay with. Um, so like being in the air, is it wearing the mask? Is it, you know, what, what, what might be bothering you about that? Yeah. I mean, it's definitely, um, you know, uh, having to get, do tests before we come in and, uh, you know, uh, worried about, you know, if you don't wear your mask perfectly, I know people that have been blacklisted from flying that from that airline for life. Like it just, ins- wow. ins- insanity. Uh, wow. I haven't heard that incomplete. I know several people that have been banned from Delta for life or other things. So, so just- definitely let's talk about that because that yeah. are, you know, for a second, let's take a deep breath in and out and just release that. And so there's a have concerns about that, but it's just, it's, it's in the just back of your the mind. Whole, it's just, ugh. so based on what you've seen, you do not agree with what is going on. And so that's where you're struggling because you're complying with something that you don't agree with. Exactly. So let's take mm-hmm. a deep breath in and out. Okay. Let's go down to the chin. This is the next point. Mm-hmm. Um, so this would be where you want to talk about any other feelings that you might be having? Like, what would I say if somebody said you, you know, you're black blessed or, you know, your mask yeah. is slipping. I've been yelled yeah. at that in the yeah, grocery yeah. store. <laughs> it doesn't bother me so much. I think there's, I have a lot of like grief and anger 
for people that have lost their business, lost yes. their, you know, yeah. lives, people from suicide, people dying from, you know, their lives being destroyed. Yeah. Or dying, people dying from the vaccine, uh, mm -hmm. even. Um, so I think that, you know, concerns me a lot. So um, even though I'm concerned about everything that's going on, and there's no, I feel like you might want to say, like, I feel like there's not much I can do um, yeah. because that's what's coming up right now. Yeah. So take a deep breath in and out and just say that. Ooh, that's still around your jaw and mouth. Yeah. There, yeah, it is. It's like a helpless thing. Like I want to help people so much, but you don't know uh, what to but do, I, but I, uh, I can't, like, I can't save the world and I want, I want to help people or warn people or whatnot, but you know, there's, uh, I felt very helpless. Uh, right. There's a lar much larger that. force working against you if yeah. you're trying to get people to be aware of the things that you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So um, let's uh, tap on the chest. So there's two points right below, below the collarbone. So yeah. we're going to tap here. This would be around fear. Uh, so take a deep breath in and out. And we're just going to say, even though I fear that things won't get back to normal. Even though I fear things won't get back to normal. And I heard like, what is normal now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah. yeah. What is normal? What will be normal? What, what will life be like? So yeah. the, the not knowing what life will be like. Yeah. I think that's it. It's the not knowing, are we going to have more restrictions or are we going to have vaccine passports or, you know, the restricted travel, people not being able to leave their borders. I think there's a lot of unknowns that mm -hmm. my brain doesn't do well with. Yeah. You know, so um, we want to switch to then uh, this point is not actually on standard EFT, which is right in the center of the chest. So right where the thymus is. Yeah. So um, this is a great place where you want to talk about like grief or what, you know, how you've been really feeling. Um, because this kind of says, Hey, I hear you, you know, this has been hard on you. And, you know, it is really hard to be sensitive and see people lose their livelihood or their lives um, because of what's going on. I uh, deeply love and accept myself. Yeah. Even though there's uh, so much uncertainty going on around the pandemic and of feeling feelings of helplessness or I'm wanting to help people and warn people about certain things, uh, I still love and accept myself. Good. So take a deep breath in and out. And then we're going to go to the side points, which are um, where the bra line is um, mm -hmm. or hands width down from your armpit. Yeah. And you could do one side or both sides. It's just up to you. And you can some reach across. across the kind of <clears throat> yeah. That. Some people go across. I can't um, because I'm just, I can't reach. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so we go to the sides. And um, so this is where we want to talk about the worry, you know, mm -hmm. what will life be like? Um, a lot of people have children and they're wondering what life is going to be like for them in the next you know 10 years or what's going to be the result of all this stuff that they've had to handle at such a young age um, that's one of my concerns so let's take a deep breath in and out so now back to your number of you know how are you feeling about your number because it sounds like we yeah. talked a lot we brought up some <laughs> other issues that were regarding it you know, I guess more stuff was coming up. So maybe my numbers going up, you know, but at the same time, I try to remind myself, you know, we'll all be okay. We'll all, we'll all get through this and things will return to somewhat to normal and we'll all deal with, uh, including myself, I'll be able to deal with what, what happens. Come right. Day. 
Right. Exactly. And that's what we want to do is come from an empowered state and say, like, I've made it through much worse and there isn't much I can do about what is to come except for to adapt and respond in a way that is integrity with myself. Yeah. So uh, that's where we want to shift always from how is this happening for me rather than to me. And by, by doing that, we get into that empowered state. So like, how could this be working for me, you know, that I've been at home or that these restrictions have been applied? Maybe it's made me appreciate certain things, or maybe I moved to a place that I really loved more, or I invested in things that I didn't think I you know, would get so much joy from, but I do. In my podcast, we call them pandemic positives. Yes. Yeah. There's been a lot of positives that's come. I moved to Mexico. I mean, I just kind of wanted, just in case, I just wanted to be out of the country. And then I also really got into uh, investing in cryptocurrency because, you know, of all this censorship that's going on around, you know, coronavirus and, and people talking about vaccines, you know, in the future we'll have, there's web 3.0 that's coming that you can invest in now. And that's censorship free internet. And mm. so Facebook, YouTube, that's not going to be able to happen in a, a blockchain type of format where files cannot be deleted. There isn't this centralized, you know, controlling entity that can do that. And so cryptocurrency is kind of this very high level kind of future technology that's coming out that's going to prevent, you know, these big, big tech from being able to, to implement their, their beliefs and views on people. Yeah, it's a, it's very important to be able to uh, express who you are and what you believe in, you know, regardless of what that is, um, as long as you're not hurting massive amounts of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this has been very uh, cathartic for me, <laughs> but I'm sure there's a lot of other people, you know, that feel the same way. They just feel this collective stress and anxiety and made me really want to run from the, from the United States, uh, mm-hmm. to be perfectly honest with you. And some people just feel like they can't. So this is something that they could do in order to get okay with where they're at and what's going on and be able to handle day to day and be coming from their highest and best self and intuition. And, you know, obviously when we tap, we also are getting into the parasympathetic, which is the rest, digest and heal, which is where we want to be if we are trying to not get sick and things like that. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, I mean, people today, they're so stressed. You need to have like every tool that you can to be able to, you know, get, you know, get in the, get into that parasympathetic state. And I love tapping. I think it's such an easy, free way to, to tap into, you know, reducing stress. So can you tell us uh, more where we can like learn more about what you do? I mean, you have a podcast also and what's, what's going on with your website? How can people work with you? Sure. Yeah. So my website is starktransformation.com and my podcast is the Stark Transformation Show. That's where we talk about EFT. We talk about shifting our mindset. We talk about basically, you know, anybody who's been on the podcast basically has gone through a dark night of the soul. And it's like, we are in a dark night of the soul collectively. And so it's for each one of us, it's important for us to recognize that people do get through that and that there are techniques for getting through that. And so I have people on my podcast that help others get through that. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, Amy, thank you so much for coming on the show and uh, informing us about EFT and how, how simple, how really simple it is to do. And, and everyone, thanks for tuning in to the Meyer She Talks podcast where we talk about all different types of ways to reduce stress and to get at the underlying 
root cause of your, your physical and mental health issues and, and how all this helps to facilitate detoxification. You cannot detox if you're in a stressed state. Those two don't mm-hmm. go together. So EFT is a fantastic, simple way to try to reduce your stress. So you rest, digest, and uh, you know digest and detox better. So Amy, <laughs> thanks for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. Yeah. And everyone, I'm Wendy Myers. You can check out my work at myersdetox.com where we have hundreds of podcasts and hundreds of of free articles uh, on there for you guys. So thanks for tuning in and I will talk to you guys next week. The Myers Detox Podcast is created and hosted by Wendy Myers. This podcast is for information purposes only. Statements and views expressed on this podcast are not medical advice. This podcast, including Wendy Myers and the producers, disclaim responsibility for any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not endorse or accept responsibility for statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. Individuals on this podcast may have direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to herein. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed physician.